Season 2, Episode 6. Shut up! Listen, y'all. Listen. I was thinking about it when I was watching this episode. Lauren and her parents have some really deep-seated issues that are popping out on screen. And I, 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 like deep-seated. And, you know, I mentioned to you guys last time, like, I'm still trying to figure out Lauren's relationship with her sister, Rebecca, like they never talk on air and Rebecca actually just never talks on air. She's just a fixture that's always around. Um, But between that and how her mom and dad talk to her, I'm like, oh, y'all have some deep seated issues, like deep, deep seated. And the entitlement on Brian and Marlene's part is just, something else. And, you know, people have messaged me and they say, oh, you know, they're coming from a proper place. They're coming from their hearts. Well, I'm not seeing that. What I'm seeing is two parents that are too involved in their daughter's marriage. And it's almost like they want to break those two up. It's like Lauren talked about it. Control, 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 control. I think that they are like Lauren said, I think that they've lost control of Lauren and they don't know how to handle it. And so it's like sabotage anywhere they can sabotage. And it's really quite alarming to me. So all hell broke loose when they were talking about the move to Israel. Uh, The dad came for Alex last episode you know, saying that they need to see a custody lawyer and, you know, those are Lauren's babies. Lauren carried those babies. And so if she needs to take them wherever she needs to take them, she has to have that right to do it on her. Like he went all the way in. Um, And Alex is like, you know, this is too much. This is like too much. I'm done. I'm done talking about it. We've heard their concerns, but A, we're grown ass adults. B, we're parents of three now. We're going to make our own decisions as a family. And I absolutely agree with him. I 100% agree with Alex in that. Yeah, you know, your your friends and your family can have concerns and voice those concerns to you. And hopefully they voice it in a way that is, is constructive um, and helpful. But that's not what Brian is doing. Brian is on full-on attack mode. And so is Marlene. And it's it's uncomfortable to watch, to be honest. So they're on their way to going on a kibbutz uh, with Lauren's parents. And after the fight, it's like super uncomfortable. And um, one of the things we learn, and again, I talked about it on, on After the 90 Days with David and Annie. I love learning about the culture. And there's a lot of things like I've always heard of a kibbutz, but I don't, and I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Kibbutz, that's how you said. Um, 
I've heard it, but I didn't know in depth what it was, right? So watching this episode and learning what depth in depth what it was is really awesome. So it's a communal development. Uh, it's a different way of, of life. People in the community take care of each other. They take care of each other's children. Uh, they have their own kindergarten, their own um, food supply, way of life. Your neighbors like your family and you all support each other and you all are like a communal living. And so they're on their way to do that. Marlene, Brian, and Rebecca are waiting in the lobby. And Alex comes down with the kids and Lauren. Alex doesn't say a word to them at all. And is just like done. He's done with the he's done with the parents. He finds them too negative. He finds them too up in their business. And he's just done. And I can't say I blame him. Like, can you imagine you're in your happy marriage? Those two have been together for what, eight years? They've said they've been married. They have three kids together. And all of a sudden you have your in-laws talking about you need to go see a custody lawyer like who wants to bring that negative energy into your family and if you don't know your son-in-law after eight years like what uh crystal says they're acting like they're moving to a country that have no roots never been and don't know anyone in that part uh, hi, Renee. Renee says, I haven't watched this season completely, but I just love Linda's recaps. Well, thank you, Renee. You guys don't forget to like and subscribe. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. And Better Day says, I'd be done as well. Facts, that part. So Alex doesn't say a word. He just goes on past them. And the parents are like, because, you know, the parents are the problem. And it's so interesting to me how... The people that are always the problems are always like, oh, I'm over it. I'm over it. Yeah, you're over it because you were the cause of the problem. You were the issue. So the parents are like, you know, we we recognize that we had a heated conversation yesterday, but today is a different day. We just want to have a good day is all we want. And Alex is just not feeling them. He's not feeling them. They all pile into the van. Um, and then they go to and give and apologize if I'm saying it wrong the kibbutz and they have a guide and the guide's name is Peter. And we learn, which I love, is that the kibbutz is situated on the east shore of the Sea of Galilee. It's founded back in 1937 by some Zionist youth movement people. And it started as a, as a socialist society and everyone would work for the good of everyone else, right? So we're all a community, we're all contributing, we're all chipping in, we're all taking care of each other. Um, and, you know, if you think about that, and, I, you know, I'm not getting into a political debate, socialism, communism, I'm not. All I'm just saying is that that sounds lovely. So back in those days, 1937, when, you know, the world was not what it is today, for people to think about, hey, we need to band together for the good of everyone uh, as we come out of, you know, the 19th, the depressions of the 1920s and all that stuff. I just think it was, a, it, it's, it sounds lovely to me, actually. So anyways, Peter goes on to say that uh, their kibbutz is evolving and it's giving more rights to private enterprise, which means, you know, more outside influences, more um, trade for monies and all of that stuff, right? So 
it is evolving to something that it that it wasn't was when it it wasn't when it originally started. But you know, the world evolves, life evolves. If we think about we're not living the same life that we were living even three years ago, right? So you gotta adapt, adjust and adapt. Anyway, so they get there um, and, you know, Alex is a country boy. He's been telling his wife that he's been country boy this entire time. And Lauren is a city girl. And then now they have these, you know, two and a half kids. And so Alex really loves the environment. He loves the sense of community. He loves the fact that everyone helps everyone. He loves that he could just be a fisherman and go on the boat and fish all day. But Lauren is not having it. She doesn't like it at all. She doesn't like the communal living. She doesn't like the fact that one of the uh, apartments, for lack of a better term, uh, only had four rooms total. Like the whole entire place was just four rooms. And she's like, we're a family of five. We're going to need at least four bedrooms, two bathrooms, a kitchen, a living room, and a play area. Four rooms total is just not going to be enough for us. And Alex is like, oh, you don't know that. I mean, we can make it work. We could do this. And she's like, no. So Alex is enjoying himself. There's like a little park area, playground. He's ziplining. He's really enjoying the kibbutz. Um, but he realizes that Lauren couldn't do it. She, he knows his wife and says like, you know, I don't think that this is a lifestyle that suits her. And she says, I couldn't do it. And she's all stressed out. So she gets stressed out. She's like hot, anxious. And in this moment, she's looking a lot like her mom, like her high anxiety and her stress and all of the things she was looking a lot like her mom so she's sitting on a stoop and she's like looking at alex playing with shy and they were close to the water and she freaks out she's like this is too much for me pick shy up i don't want him near the water and i can't do this and i'm already stressed out and i'm hot and this is giving me anxiety i was like okay calm down you sound like your mom when your mom said that you this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer couldn't handle this. So is your mom correct? Could you not handle this? And not just specifically the kibbutz, but moving to Israel, because this little outburst that you're having, where is it coming from? And, you know, I'm not a parent yet, but dads and sons have a little bit of a rougher transaction with, with their sons than mom and sons do. And I think that, you know, again, Alex is the dad. He knows what he's doing. He's probably going to rough and tumble a little bit because boys will be boys. Um, but Lauren is like policing her husband. She's like, you know what? You need to pick him up because you don't know what you're doing and all the things. And I was just like, oh, I don't necessarily agree with her in this moment. But, you know, who am I to say I'm not a parent, so. 
maybe that's what that that's what moms do is they police the the dads as well. So they head over to the dining hall, which is a communal area where uh, if you're living in the kibitz, you have the op option of either cooking at home or going to the dining area and everyone dines there and everyone uh, contributes the food and all of that stuff and everyone takes care of everyone. And so Lauren wasn't really feeling it. She's like, you know, I would rather cook at home. And Alex is like, you don't even cook at home. You just order in all the time. Like, what are you even talking about? Right? So I see both sides, you guys. I see like maybe this type of living is not for everyone. I get it. And you know, Lauren, you want to be comfortable where you live. Fix this. Uh, you want to be comfortable where you live. And speaking of that, this is a total side note, you guys, but I'm going to share because you're family. So, and I need some advice because I'm just beyond myself. Okay. So side note, side note, side note, and I'll get back to the communal dining in a moment, but I live in an apartment. I've lived here for a long time and uh, it's a small, uh, like there's not a lot of apartments here, right? It's not one of those that has like hundreds of apartments. It's like, you know, less than 20 apartments. And I have some new neighbors and my new neighbors moved in a few months back. And I didn't know when they originally moved in because only one moved in. Then the next month later, the dude's girlfriend moved in and I could tell right away there was someone new because all of a sudden it was like so much louder and like we have hardwood floors so like you hear them and all this stuff I get that that's city living and you know when you're living on top of each other it is what it is but here's the thing so she has these two kittens that she's brought into the apartment and the two kittens are non-stop like playing, I guess, across the floor or, or, or diving into the furniture. I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but they're so loud all the time. And so all day, all I hear is slide, slide, scratch, scratch, stomp, stomp. And then now it's gone into the night. So like last night, 10 PM, they start quote unquote, what she says, cause we've talked right. And I'm, I'll leave that on the side. So it's like 10 p.m. and they're playing and they're playing till 2 a.m. And it's literally nonstop noise. And I'm so friggin' irritated because I feel like I can't even be comfortable in my own apartment. I can't relax. I can't just like be like, oh, I'm having a Zen moment at all. I don't know what to do with it. And, and her and I have exchanged numbers. I've told her like, you know, I do a lot of work from home and so sometimes I'm recording interviews with ex-celebrities. I'm going to need you to like not have them doing whatever they're doing because literally I, the sound picks it up here. So if you guys have any advice, please let me know. Please let me know because I don't know what more I can do. And I'm trying to be like a cool neighbor about it. But like at this point, I just, I'm not even like comfortable. I can't even just chill in my own apartment. It's wild to me wild and then she wants to tell me that they're kittens and they're only three months and so they love to be around each other and and so they play all day fuck all right rant over back to lauren and alexi and the kibbutz 
So Lauren asked Peter, their guide, you know, hey, listen, are there any amenities? Like, is there a convenience store, a gas station, a mini mart? Like, where would I get the essentials? And he's like, well, about 10 miles away, there's a mall. And she wasn't having it. She was like, I don't know. I don't know, but this is not for me. I'm not feeling it at all. And so Alex is like, mm, well, you know, it's a possibility. And you know, what are the steps to becoming accepted in this kibitz? And and Peter says, you know, it's a process of absorption. I would have to talk to you and make sure that you would be a good fit for us. Um, but the main thing is people have to pull their weight here, right? We all have to do something in order to help everyone else. And Lauren is like, you know what? This is a hard pass for me. Um, I'm not for it. This is not the way I want to live my life. This is not the way I want to live my life with my children. And Alex is like, well, you know, I feel like Lauren's letting her mom influence her too much. And she's not being open-minded, right? So they're not going to live in a kibbutz is basically what I'm telling you. So it is Independence Day in Israel. And so it's very similar to the American Independence Day. There's barbecues and bonfires and fireworks and flags and uh, people wear blue and white and they're meeting up Lauren's family, right? So Rebecca, Brian and Marlene are meeting up with Alex's family, uh, Shlomo, her, his brother, Alexi, his dad, Natalia, his mom, Dimitri, his friend, all, and their kids. And they're going to do like a cookout. And so they all sit down and they start talking. And we find out here that Lauren's parents are still against the move, right? And, and Lauren's mom, Marlene, is like, you know, it's scary. You know, I don't know if Lauren can endure this and will be able to survive this. And Alex's mom is like, well, you know, what you need to do is you need to support them. You need to support our children who are adults, who are also parents. All you need to do is support them and give them a chance. And Marlene's like, no, Lauren doesn't have it in her to, to move away. Lauren can't do it. She can't take it. Lauren will not be able to survive this and goes on, right? And so Brian, the dad, Lauren's dad says, listen, I'm not for it, period. Nothing you can say will change my mind for many reasons. And Lauren's like, what are you even talking about? He's like, let me talk. And then turns to her, points at her and tells her to shut up. And Alex is like, uh, we don't, we don't do that here. Like all of this aggressive talk, we don't do that here. And I was embarrassed for Brian because he, can you imagine you're talking crazy to your own daughter in front of all of these people that some of them you're just meeting for the first time. And some of them you're just meeting for the first time on this trip. And this is how you're acting towards your daughter. And then you go and be aggressive to her husband and flip it and says, well, You've been aggressive all week. And I was like, what? Where has Alex shown any aggression towards Brian at all this trip? Like, not at all. I don't even find like that's even his personality. He listens and takes in everything that 
Brian and Marlene say, and it's constantly negative about him. And he doesn't even lash out. He's just like, okay, okay, okay. And then he has a conversation with his wife, which is what you're supposed to do, right? Because when you're married, it's you and your partner. That, that's your immediate. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Family, and yeah, you can take in everything else that all your family members and friends are saying, but at the end of the day, it's you and your partner that make the decisions. And so when Brian said that Alex was being aggressive, I really thought he was trying to manipulate the situation. I really thought he was trying to twist it and change the narrative. Um, and then he goes on to say that he thinks that this whole move situation is old. He, it's getting old. He feels trapped. And all he's hearing is the move, the move, the move, the move. And he's like, enough already. I'm never going to be for it. I'm not for it, period. That's it. That's all. And then he turns to Alex and says, you know, why, why did you move to the U.S. then? Like, if you just wanted to move back to Israel, why did you move to the U.S.? And he's like, well, I met Lauren and we fell in love. And at that time, she wasn't willing to come to Israel, but things have changed. And I really feel like a move to Israel will be good for the kids because it's about building character. It's about strength. It's about everything. And I was like, you know what? I kind of understand that. He wants his children to be to grow up the way he grew up. He wants his children to have um, the strength and character as individuals that he has and the same values that he has and he believes. And I totally understand that. And I'm not saying America is a bad country, but I'm saying that there are a lot more challenges when you raise kids in America if you're not part of like the 1%, if you're not super wealthy where you can just anything and everything goes and you can put culture and travel and protection and private schools and all the things. If you're just like surviving with your kids, it's a little bit different. So I, I truly understand what Alex is saying. Plus he probably wants his kids to learn the language. He probably wants his kids to not have to deal with like school shootings, gun violence, all the things, you know what I mean? So I, I see where he's coming from. Um, and on the flip side, I get it. You don't come for me. I get it. I think that growing up city, urban America, you also get a different set of skills. Um, and that is something as well, right? Oh, Joslo, I don't know if I'm going to be able to wait out the kitten stage. She, my neighbor told me that the kitten stage is a whole year. It's only been a couple of months and I'm already at my wits end. So I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know. Plus you guys already know that I, I friggin' hate cats. So now it's just like triple that. 
Crystal says, and think of all the ratchet things we have to tell you about not growing up in the U.S., Linda. That part, listen, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. I'm still learning. Anywho, so Alex explains why he thinks it will be a good move for his family. And Marlene jumps in and attacks him and says, you know, that's ridiculous. And she feels that Lauren always gives up on fights. She always just lets Alex have her own his own way. And <clears throat> Lauren's like, you know what? I think you underestimate me. I think that you think that I'm not strong enough or smart enough um, to make the proper decisions with my husband for our family. And she's like, there are some things, and I totally agree with this. You have to pick your battles, y'all. Sometimes, and I explained it to you a few a few episodes ago, sometimes you have to pick your battles. Everything can't be a fight. Sometimes it's a give and take. Sometimes it's a compromise, all the things. And, you know, do you want to be constantly in a fight with your spouse over bullshit? Or are you going to be like, hey, like I said to you last time, if you watched the episode, I'm not going to get all into it. but if your partner leaves a toilet up and that drives you crazy, but then maybe you leave dishes in and your partner loves to do dishes. So your partner does dishes and then you decide that you're not going to freak out over the toilet seeping up. You're just going to put it down and keep it pushing. That's a choice you make. You, you choose your battles and whatever is most important to you. That's what you're going to battle about. The rest is going to fall to the wayside because at the end of the day, it's really not that important. Right? So Lauren says all of this and says, you know, you underestimate me. And she doesn't appreciate it. And you guys just feel like you're losing control of me. And that's what your biggest problem is. And you're taking it out on me and my husband and my family. So the trip's coming to an end. And both Alex and Lauren are like, you know what? We just want to enjoy the last few days that we have here. And I don't even know what to do with my parents. And I'm going to go and check in on them. But I just don't even know how it's going to go. So you guys, she gets there. She checks in on her parents in their hotel room and it's this weird, awkward silence that you can sense the tension. And I was like, oh, her parents are coming for her. And, you know, we don't really necessarily see Lauren alone with her parents very often. It's always Lauren and the kids or Lauren and Alex and the kids, but not really Lauren separately. And this is why at the top of the show, I said that I really feel like there's some deep-seated issues between Marlene and Brian, Rebecca and Lauren. I don't know exactly what it is, but I will almost feel that Lauren is the only one that got out and is trying to have a somewhat normal relationship and family of her own because whatever this dysfunction is, it's seeping out the pores, y'all. It's seeping out the pores. So she gets there and her parents are literally staring her down. And she's like, I, I don't even understand what, what's happening here. And Marlene, her mom, goes off, says that Lauren and Alex are rude. This is not the first time you guys have been rude. You take us for granted and I'm just hurt. Where is the parental respect? You don't disrespect your parents. You don't disrespect your parents in front of other people. And you, Lauren, you are the rudest. And I cannot believe it. And Lauren's like, well, you don't think you were rude? 
when you met my husband's family yesterday and you said all this stuff, you said I was weak. You said I couldn't move here. You th- you said I wouldn't endure here. I wouldn't thrive here. You think I don't have a backbone. You don't think saying all that stuff in front of my husband's family was rude? Like, you're being a hypocrite. And then you guys, this is where I was like, oh, Marlene stands up, is pointing at her daughter in her daughter's pregnant face right? Which we already know that Lauren can't have a lot of stress because A, she has Tourette's. B, she's like so far along in her pregnancy. And C, you just don't, I just, you just don't talk to people like this. So her mom gets up as if she's like a big bully, points in Lauren's face and tells Lauren, shut the fuck up. If the producers weren't here and the cameras weren't here, I'd slap you in your face. I was like, oh my God. So what have you done Lauren's entire life before she was on this show? Because this aggression, this verbal abuse and and threat of physical abuse, is is that what you were doing? Because you literally said, if the cameras weren't here and the producers weren't here, you'd slap her in her face. So you're going to slap your, what, eight-month-long eight pregnant daughter in the face? You're threatening physical violence to your pregnant daughter because you feel like she was being rude when, in fact, you're the one that has inserted yourself in her relationship far beyond anything that's necessary. And because you're inconvenienced and you don't like the move, you're going to threaten your own daughter. Listen, y'all, I clutched my pearls because I was like, oh, there are literally some deep-seated issues here and we're just scratching the surface. That was the episode, you guys. Um, We see a sneak peek into the next episode. They're talking about baby showers. They don't know if Marlene... And Brian are going to show up to it. Um, Yeah, food for thought. If you're watching the replay, you guys, definitely let me know what you think about the dynamics between Lauren and her parents are. Uh, Let's have that conversation. Don't forget to like and subscribe. You guys, I appreciate you guys being here. Shout out to the live chat. Y'all are my ride or dies. And uh, I'll be back at 5 Pacific Standard Time with Milf Manor. And you guys, I have a lot to say because I just... Have you watched it? No, but really, have you watched it? All right, y'all. Bye for now.